everybody. It's Friday night, and it's time for another episode of your Wrestling On Air podcast. So, mm. I guess we should get this started. Um, some bad news here before before I launch into introductions. Tim has died. Yeah. What? He's died from a broken ankle? Yeah. You know, they don't really have many hospitals out where Tim lives. And yeah. Know, well, that's true. It's, yeah. It's sort of like the olden days where, mm. you know, something like a broken bone could just wind up killing you. And mm-hmm. apparently we, we got a telegram the other day and mm. Tim didn't make it. I heard so. his, and by the way, it's Tom here. Sorry that we're in introductions. Uh, I heard that Tim's grandma tried to make a poultice to uh, put on his ankle, but apparently it was not successful. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Quite, quite the shame. Socks, do you know what a poultice is? Because I bet Tom can explain it to you if you don't. I have no idea what a poultice is. Tom, can you explain to me what a poultice is? I think it's like bread. I think it's when you put <laughs> bread on like a wound and for s- somehow like the bread like sucks out like the bacteria but mm. like you would think that it would just make like a bacteria sandwich but i oh, know you no you know what you soak the bread in milk i think now tom have you ever had a poultice applied to you yeah my my nan was my nan staying with us or did my nan recommend i think my nan recommended that my mum put a poultice on my foot when i was a child and I remember feeling like a dickhead because I was like laid up in bed with my my foot like you know just like <laughs> elevated with like some covered in wet bread. Yeah, just like with some wet bread like taped to it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse. Oh, hold on, tape. <laughs> well, how I'm trying to think about how you would secure like like you know medical tape like the sturdier medical tape. Is it because you were a naturally frisky boy who couldn't support his bread? <laughs> what? what? No, I can support. No, it's on my foot. I'm not just going to keep like I had to have it there for hours, like if not overnight. Uh So I'm not just going to have just somehow balanced bread on my foot. So I believe that tape was used. How do you affix (laughs) wet bread to a foot with tape? How do you affix anything moist to any substance, Oren? Sometimes you just make it find a way. Yeah, well, not with medical tape. tape. Medical tape. Some kind of, you know, the fancy How? stuff. What is wrong with your brain? Fuck you. That, that, Fuck you. that this <laughs> makes sense tape. to you. Like medical, like surgical tape. Is that the word that I'm looking for? Surgical but tape. Wet, but wet bread is of a mushy, wet consistency, the... and adhesive does not stick to wet okay, things, all right. you Let's roll dumbass. It. No, fuck, no, fuck you, asshole. Let's roll it back. <laughs> Let's roll it back. Let's say okay. surgical tape and also bandages. <laughs> <laughs> So there was wet bread. Let me finish. How does that make it better? That doesn't make any sense. That does make it better. That does, of course, that makes it better. So you've got wet, milky bread with bandages wrapped around it to hold it in a single form. And then you've got surgical tape to keep it all uh, on the foot. That's probably how it happened. I don't know. It was a long time this ago. This is not casting mum and nan in a positive light. <laughs> I hope you realize don't this. Don't you talk bad about mum, mum and nan. Mom, I saw you. I heard you do a fucking accent, asshole. Insulting my parents and also my grandparents. Who's still alive, by the way. And she'll be very upset when she hears this. I only insulted your mom, not your dad. Jerry, if you're listening, I did not insult you. That's not better. That's his wife. That's that's worse. Jerry can take it. <laughs> Jerry can take it. I bet. I bet Jerry can take it. Oh my so... god. <laughs> He's gonna be much too excited hearing that. Oh no. <laughs> so Tim's dead now. Tim's dead. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. T- Tim's dead because the poultice was not affixed to his foot. They just yeah. let it balance, so it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the yeah. milk was sour, and the bread was old. Mm. The leeches weren't doing their job quite right. Yeah. Well, they were eating all the bread. 
It's just how it goes. Yeah. I. It's just sad that Tim... Like, I don't... So I know that Tim wouldn't want us to dwell on it too much, but I still feel like we should give ourselves and the listeners a chance to, <sighs> you know, just fucking get over it. Um, <laughs> you guys feel okay with a moment of silence? Not too let's long. have a moment of silence. Yeah, let's have a quick I, moment yeah. of silence. Okay. Can, Aaron, can you do like? Can you make the sound of like a a, a gonging bell? Bong. Bong. That felt good. Yeah. It was very... It, Rest in peace, Tim. Where's the bongs to... That's disrespectful. Where's the bongs to end the moment of silence? I didn't know that you had to have bongs to end the moment of silence. <laughs> oh, okay. So the moment my of... Bong is, my bong is downstairs under the uh, sink. Have you... So, okay, you've just revealed yourself as a person of privilege who has never had to <laughs> experience the trauma of a, a moment of silence. You can't just have bells to start a moment of silence and then not finish it, because otherwise then people are just standing around and they don't know if the moment of silence is done yet. Do you propose that we re-record this section or would you like to move on? I would just like one bong, please. Bong. Fuck How's you. That? That's fine, I guess. <laughs> are we setting up a fund for Tim or are we just... Probably not, right? No, no. He's... I heard he's... Uh, I mean, he's dead. Like, what's yeah. he going to do with the money? Funeral expect. Well, they've got a lot of quarries in Arkansas, I believe, so they can just roll them in there. Wait, hold on. I just had an idea. Mm. Hmm? We could set up a fund for him, mm. but then we could use the money. <gasps> Ooh! Just like Tim would want. <laughs> yeah. He just like he'd roll, just like that was his last wish. That was his last wish. He wants all his friends to become very wealthy from all our generous <laughs> listeners. All our generous, wealthy listeners. Do we want to set up like a special Tim tier on our Ooh. Patreon? That's. I think that would be appropriate. I think that yeah. would be nice. Yeah. I think that would be nice. Tim Town. Let's call it that. Yeah. Take yeah. a trip to Tim Town. R.I.P. What do you get? Like, what should what should we award our valuable listeners for contributing to Tim Town? Um, uh, like a, a a Tim with a halo emoji to use in our exclusive Ooh. chat room. Um, a a letter from Tim from heaven. <laughs> Where you get to no, you get to ask Tim in heaven one question about uh, a wrestler who's in heaven. And you get the inside mm-hmm. scoop about what that wrestler's really like now that they're dearly departed. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. So you get like a celeb VM from Tim from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially. I mean, in text form. Like, you're not going to get a video because, you know. That would be gross. It would be it would be gross. It would be gross. <laughs> um, Do you get to taste his poultice? Ooh. So you know how you get, there's like a, there's like, um, there's like a shoebox. Uh, and there's like a right. hole in the side of the shoebox, and you get to put your mm-hmm. hand in the hole and like you know mush your fingers against the poultice, mm. and it's, oh, a, nice. it's like a sensory experience. And I think mm-hmm. that would be nice. What if that's a limited donor reward? First come, first serve. We'll just send each of them a piece of the poultice. I like that. I think that's good. I think that would um, be a big incentive for some of the bigger spenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd work out well. Yeah. Now, can we get your nan to make the poultices? My nan. Is, how old is my nan? My nan is. She's maybe 90. She's pretty old. No, she's 89. She's going to be 90 soon. Oh, she's fine. She can do it. She has not much else going on, honestly. Yeah. So I think she probably could be... She'd be okay to do that. She could make everyone a little mm-hmm. poultice. Yeah. And then she could wrap it around their yeah. feet with tape, RM, which apparently is not... Because you're such a fucking expert on poultices. You don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. If our listeners at home aren't counting uh, 
Tom has said fuck you to me or some variation on that probably about 15 times. I think that's true. I think you're being 10 minutes or so we've been recording. I think you're being very sensitive. I think you have to you have to knuckle up is uh, calling me a snowflake. Is that what you're doing? I'm saying that you've been triggered. That's uh, that's all I know. (laughs) But enough about Tim. For God's sake, we've moved on. Yep. We're done. We're done with that. What's what's uh anyone got anything new going on? I mean, <laughs> what a transition. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Hey, Oren. <laughs> mm? Yes. I'm doing the transition now. It's my turn. Okay, so go for it. Go for, for it. Transition. Yeah. Did you hear about the the new thing that happened between Nikki and John? <gasps> Nikki and John. Well. We might want to save that until we've got a new special pet who I believe is let me just check let me check the map on my phone for where our new special friend is. Um so we knew that Tim was leaving uh mm-hmm. because he was he was you know going to be dying. Uh yeah. and we needed you know we need four voices on the the show four distinct voices. But we didn't want any like a new human. So yeah. what we did instead was we got a new animal friend. Uh, Oren, would you like to tell the listeners about a new animal friend? Yeah, yeah. I ordered it off the internet. It's called a dog. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh. What is the dog's name? The, well, the dog's name is Carney Watchdog. Oh. Which I wanted to name the dog Carney Wilson, but you guys said that that wasn't a good name for a dog. It felt inappropriate. It felt um, derogatory to both Carney and the dog. Which was not my intention at all, but nevertheless. Which is not your intention, no. Yeah. Yeah, but but no, we're watching. I'm watching the UPS tracking on this dog on my phone, and it says that there's one stop ahead <gasps> until the dog makes it here to our studio where we all record together. Oh, my God. So. And what is the purpose of Carney Watchdog? Watchdog. Well, from from what I from what I gathered from the person on Craigslist who sold me the dog mm. is that the dog barks whenever wrestlers are on their carny shit. Oh, <laughs> oh that's useful. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, a defect because one of the things that we live in mortal fear of is being worked. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's almost like a, a defense mechanism against being worked or you know uh, treated like a mark or otherwise you know just. I'm sorry for using a slur there, but otherwise being, um, you know, just uh, you know, being being caught up in this crazy wrestling yeah. business. You it's know? a it's a it's a protection dog from uh, again from what I read on Craigslist. I didn't actually speak in person to the owner. Sure. Uh, this this dog was specially trained. You oh know, it God. has you know commands and things, and it, it went through a series of obstacle courses. Yeah. And, mm. I mean, I don't particularly like dogs, no. but as we as we've established, but I do hate being owned. Yes. Yes, nobody. We that the, the main purpose of this podcast is to avoid being owned, uh, and I think this will be a valuable tool in our, our ongoing fight. So, yeah, so do we want to? I mean, do we want to? Do we want to test? I mean, the dog's here. The, <gasps> the dog's uh, here. Yeah, the, oh, where is that dog? Where's that dog? Where's that dog? Is it Oren, Is it a he or a she? I can't tell. Ooh, I don't know how to tell the difference. Can you check? I, I don't think we should assign gender. I don't think we should either. Let's let the dog decide when it's ready, yeah. and it's not down to us. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tickle their their ear and just like see see if they like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's quite a stinky dog. It's got an odor. It's not a particularly. I mean, it's been like in, a, it's been in a crate like a box like without holes punched in it for yeah. I mean who knows how long. I think they I got the alert that they sent the dog out like five days ago mm-hmm. so you know 
Who knows? Oh my god. We gotta give this dog a bath. Yeah. Well the dog has work to do. I yeah. think you know this we, is we should really is, Yeah, we should get its its uh whole thing done before we get all of its own shit off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am gonna I'm gonna put like a down a little stool for the for the dog to, mm. to jump up onto. Come on, Connie. Put, put, come some, on. put some newspaper come on. down there. Come on, on the stool. Come on, up onto the stool. That good boy. Connie. <laughs> Connie, Connie. Alright, so Connie's looking very alert. I think Connie is ready to listen to what were you saying, Socks, before about uh Nikki and John? Oh, have you heard about the new thing that went on between Nikki and John? No, I have not. I, no. Oh. I did because Man. I you know, I, I read the gossip mags. Right. Yeah. I, I I follow E! News on Twitter and yeah. Weekly. And so John has said that he will have his vasectomy oh. reversed um. in order to give oh. Nikki Bella. Oh, Carney. Oh, God. Connie's going nuts. Connie is crazy for this. Now, as soon as I, as soon as like uh, we said the words John and Nikki, Connie's ears pricked up. Uh, and I could see that they were just ready to ready to howl and just make a real scene, and they certainly did. So, do you think? What do you think? Is this? Do you think this means that Connie thinks that John and Nikki are just once again back on their bullshit? Are they trying to work us? This is yeah. The, the Carney dog works. Our money was well spent. Thank you to all of our Patreon uh, subscribers who funded this dog. That's that feels like an easy one. You know what I mean. Yeah, and it could be just it could be that the dog is just like um, they're here. I know you you don't you don't have to refer to them in the third person. The dog is right here. Yeah, well, I know, I know. But th- wait, can the dog speak English as well? What? <laughs> <laughs> the dog cocked its ear as if to say maybe. Dog, can you say sausages? <laughs> <laughs> we got ourselves a sort of talking dog here. This is crazy. Hey, Carney, can you say oh? <laughs> That's a, a peculiar squeal that Carney made. So maybe can you can you say it, Carney? I think that worked. Can you say it? Come on, Carney. Come on, can you say it? Okay, then. pretty good. Pretty good. What a good dog. What a good dog. Now, Carney, the smelly watchdog, is doing a pretty good job so far. I want to give uh, them a slightly harder one. Uh, and I think... Have you guys seen what's going on with um, wrestler-turned-rapper uh, Enzo Amore? Oh, boy. So, we, we don't want to give we don't want to give this guy too much time. No, he's, he's disgusting. He's a bad dude. He's, he's disgusting. a disgusting person. Yes. Uh, but yes, so Enzo has been um, doing what fired wrestlers do and going to conventions and setting up tables. Mm, the the cool. Virgil route, you know, yes. making money. And he went to one in New Jersey. No, uh-huh. it was Long Island this past weekend. Yep. And referred to it on his Instagram. It was a picture of him at his table with yes. his um, toys and his T-shirts. And it said, at the pop-up mm-hmm. at so-and-so con. So he's referring to his con appearances as pop-ups. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, Connie. Oh, Great. no. What is Connie doing right now? Oh, no. <laughs> Connie is, oh, they are just like chasing their tail. <laughs> And they're howling, and they're, I think they're defecating. I think, yeah, the dog is defecating. <laughs> and now they're rolling around in it. Oh, and licking it up as well, Carney. Oh, boy, oh, Carney. Well, such a scam. Oh, Carney's a lot of work. I, I, that seems like a reasonable response, though. Like, you have to, you have to believe it. That's, that seems reasonable. There were, there were um, like, price tags as well. Let me just see if I can find those price tags. 
And I'm just going to read them off, and I'm just going to see how uh, Carney responds to some of these price tags for the merch that uh, Real One, FKA Enzo Amore, uh, was selling at the Long Island Eternal Con Expo. So, mm-hmm. and the- make sure make sure you describe what this merch was. Sure. Uh, so, so Carney Watchdog has a good understanding. Yeah. So there were CDs, which were five dollars. There were there was Enzo hair. For ten dollars, there were bandanas for fifteen dollars. Oh, I can't, oh dear! There were what seemed to be repackaged now repackaged Funko Pops, like of Enzo for for twenty five dollars. When you say repackaged Funko Pops, yeah. can you describe what you mean by this? I'm not sure I can. Um, they're, they're just it's just a Funko Pop in a similar Funko Shop sa- pop shaped package, but it's just like a clear plastic box, almost. So like- he pulled right. Uh, he was uh, he had Funko Pops in the same box as Big Cass. Oh right. God, that's God. You're oh my God. That's why he did it. God, you're right. Yeah. 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 Oh my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So, so he pulled him out and and Carney Watchdog. What do you think of that? <laughs> oh, Carney's not a fan. Carney's not a fan. Yeah, no, I didn't even. I I forgot that his only Funko Pop release was in a in a two pack with. Um, is Cass unproblematic or he he's less problematic? But he's probably mm. still problematic. He's yeah. He's probably still problematic. What? So well, what? One, kind of thr- one of WWE's proud conservatives. One. <laughs> so, but here's the one thing that kind of throws off like the Enzo merch e- economy for me. So you've got all <laughs> that that we had, but then we've got hats, which are just these like baseball caps <laughs> with his logo on. Those are eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm having to hold Carney back. Oh my god! The socks. Can you just like hold Carney's mouth shut? I- just I got, like, oh, oh, like a makeshift oh, muzzle. Oh, God. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, shit. Connie. 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 No. Oh. No. Oh, my Stop. God. Stop. Dude, I don't know what Connie was doing there, but that was outrageous. Uh, yeah, so hats are $80, which is, like, as much as all of the merch, other merch items put together, which is remarkable. So, yeah, I don't know what to think about all that, but... Um, I, I will say that I'm doing this, is I've been keeping an eye on Enzo's Twitter. Yes. And, which, which is, it, it, it cracks me up, because he tweets fairly regularly now, but nobody interacts with him. Yes. And so... <laughs> uh, sure. Uh-huh. He's got, you know, he's getting very low numbers on his Twitter right now, but when someone asks him, hey, Enzo, uh, where can I see you next, or where's your next meet and greet? Twice now, he has responded <laughs> uh, with the locations of the quote unquote pop-ups that he will be at next jesus so i'm Uh keeping an eye to see if these pop-ups are actually also just nerd conventions because i have a feeling that's what Mm. they are yeah i would assume so let's see where are the pop-ups happening orlando is where he said oh that's yeah that's (laughs) i feel like orlando is just like one there's always going to be a convention orlando at some point Orlando is a convention ultimately is yeah ultimately it is oh god um Hopefully, I'm just going to, okay, so Carney, the good thing about Carney Watchdog is that not only have they been trained to ident- identify Carney activity, they, they also, uh, they've got uh, the elements of a soothsayer to them. So if you ask them, <laughs> if you ask them to predict the future, they can give you a pretty good idea. So Carney, hey, hey, Carney, I'm just going to, you're a good dog. You're a very good dog, Carney. Can you, what's what's going to happen to Enzo? What's going to happen to Enzo within six months? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Drill? 
Oh, oh, that's exciting, Enzo. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, good, good dog, Connie. Good dog, Connie. Oh, good dog. Uh, so there you have it, Enzo in jail within six months, where he fucking belongs. Fantastic. Yeah, thank God. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Do we have anything else for Connie? I feel like Connie. I feel very confident in Connie's abilities now. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know if this. Should is... I cover Connie's ears before you say bad <laughs> things about them? Mm. No, I was gonna go into a different thing. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you were gonna say that the the, the bad dog is bad. And, oh and no, it's, no. Doing. I love Carney. You love Carney. I love, I love Carney, Carney well. despite every single thing it's done to me. <laughs> It really took a chunk out of you. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. there's there's a succulence to you, which I understand would be appealing to a star. Yeah. I mean, Carney looks pretty starved and pretty mangy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you should probably get that checked out, man. That looks pretty rough. And also, also exhausted. It's been a long journey for the dog. Yeah. Uh, they're curling up in the corner. Oh. It's time for it's time for sweet Carney to get a little rest. Night, night, Carney. Uh, much like Tim is resting. Not in peace. Mm, not exactly like that. I would say the dog is the dog's not dead necessarily. I mean, hold on, let's take a closer look. Oh no! What? Oh no! Is Connie dead? No. Oh, no, 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 back. no, no. No, Connie's alive. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Carney's fine. Carney's fine. No, for the sake of our, we can't kill a real dog. We can't dog. kill we can't any have more a, dogs on this show. Any more dogs, no. So for the se- listeners, Connie's alive. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Connie's alive. <laughs> Tim, still dead, unfortunately. Tim's still dead. Yeah, I, I, do you think Tim would have enjoyed that segment, or do you think he, he might have? Not remotely. Not at all. He'd be saying, so. I hate this repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. Tim would not be keen. That's so, it's, in some ways, it's good that, Con- that Tim is dead, and that Connie is very much alive. So, I don't know... I I just wanted to check up on him to see what exactly was going on with our with our favorite big man from NXT and I went to check his Twitter and it looks like Lars WWE is locked. What? what? Yeah, <gasps> this is breaking news. No way. Whoa, I am Yeah. Dude, uh, I don't know what happened with Lars WWE. That's not true. What? I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. Locked. I'm looking at it right now. He unlocked well can... during our podcast. Thank Jesus you. Christ. No way. No, I should have taken a screenshot. I swear to God. Well, then what never would... mind. Oh, man. What would he have locked it for? Wonder, I don't know. I wonder what this is about. I, oh, man. Did you take a screenshot? I didn't. I'm sorry. No. I thought I, I figured he was going to stay locked. No. I didn't know. I was going to claim this as a victory for myself. Um <laughs> Since I've had a lot of really, really good Lars content lately, hmm. but uh, I don't think that this is me. I don't think this is can my you, fault. Can you sh- can you share your most fa- famous piece of uh, recent Lars content, Oren? I hate I hate to just you know rehash things from my social media account on the podcast, mm-hmm. but yes, I'd I'd, be, I'd love to. Mm. Um, what do you, I mean, you just want me to tell a Lars story? Is that what you're asking me to do? I want you to tell a Lars story, which will ultimately frustrate and disappoint our listeners so they like you less you're you're paving you're paving the way to cuck me and i know what you're doing <laughs> yep. and yep. don't you know you think you're leading me into some sort of a trap and All right, you're not. Do your best. I mean, no do a good job do a good job i don't know a large wwe he um he's uh he's a wrestler he's in nxt he um he before he was a featured competitor on mm-hmm. nxt Superstar. he used to be a security guard at the armory shows that mm-hmm. i attend here in jacksonville and one time we were seated uh on the side row near where he was sitting in a folding chair uh, during the show, and I made a little joke to one of my friends, and 
he was snorting and laughing at my joke mm. as he ate his dinner out of uh-huh. a Tupperware, which it was a whole bunch of diced up meat, if I recall correctly. Uh-huh. Jesus. Great. Yeah. What was the joke? What was the joke? Tom, listeners at home, this is what it looks like when Tom bullies me. No, what was the joke? What was the joke? And that's a great that's a great story, but it's ultimately unsatisfying if you don't tell us what the joke was. I, I hate to side with Tom here, but it does the story does kinda hinge on what the joke was. Doesn't it? Like seriously, like what would make Lars laugh is like a big question that people care about. Okay. So so Tom, um we've attended a few wrestling shows together, have we not? We've attended um, a couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah, two, I think. Yeah. We've been to a couple. We've been to a couple shows. We sat next to each other, right? Yep, both times. Do you do you recall the experience of what it's like to sit next to me at a wrestling show? <sighs> Lots of silly faces. Um, mm-hmm. You put like a little pepper on Matt Riddle's flip flop once. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Some good jokes. Right. So it's so it's safe to say that I'm pretty much a joke factory, right? I mean, I'm just, it's just constant. <laughs> it's just constant, just funny things coming out of me the whole time. I'm just ripping them left and right. Uh, there's constant things. Yeah. And just like the, the law of averages, uh, a percentage of them are funny things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, do you really think it's reasonable that I could remember one of the many funny things that I would say during a wrestling show? Did you? I've got a question for you. Did you know mm-hmm. that security guard Lars was? <laughs> did you know that he was also a superstar at the time, or a superstar in training, or do you just think that he was a freakish-looking security guard? Oh no, no, no! At, at the Armory shows, all of the security guards are wrestlers who are new. Okay, what? That's fun. Like, uh, oh yeah, oh you didn't know that? So yeah, I'll explain. So um, they have newer wrestlers. Wrestlers come in and do security. They wand people at the door and wow. they'll sit in folding chairs in various <laughs> areas uh-huh. throughout the show and just keep an eye on people. Okay. Like I've seen like Luke Harper. Luke Harper was a, was a security guy yeah. at one point in armory shows, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. All like pretty. I'm trying to think of people who haven't been security guys. You know, my favorite security guy was that guy Kona Reeves oh. because he, mm. was a sec- he was a security dude for fucking like a year or so they really made him not do anything for the longest time and it was so because i'd gotten so used to seeing him being the security guy Uh that when they finally let him wrestle it was just a very exciting experience (laughs) did he like did he play up to it did he kind of like he should have come out no he should just been stood ringside and then ripped his security guard gear off and then started doing like the raise the roof hand gestures and just being like yeah i'm making (laughs) it's my moment it's time to shine so the funny thing about lars wwe and how I figured out who he was because he was not yet a, he was not yet an NXT superstar. No. He was just a just a wrestler yes. uh, who who had not made any sort of a debut yet. Is that um, Sasha Banks used to retweet him all the time? <laughs> and this was when he only had like a couple of hundred Twitter followers. Yeah, but for whatever reason, Sasha Banks loved interacting with him on Twitter. Yeah, and I saw her retweet him, and I was like, "Fuck, that's that dude." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because because his timeline at the time. He had like five tweets and they were all pictures of his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. And I think maybe his his avatar was just a picture of his hands. Just his too. hands, yeah. I think yeah. I, remember, I think there was I think Sasha and I think Kevin Owens as well did like a couple of bits about Lars just being this weirdo <laughs> and like with big hands. <laughs> so Yeah, he was hands guy. He, he was, was hands, hands guy. guy, yeah, yeah. I'm kinda disappointed he's not still hands guy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Like they're trying to give him like more of more. Does he have more of a character, or he's got he's not no he's not just hands guy. His thing is that he's a big guy, but occasionally he says bigger words than most big guys do. That's, oh, they, that's yeah. correct. Do they pretend like he's intelligent or something? Or like yeah. He's some kind yeah. Of... Oh yeah, they pretend real hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I have an update on the Lars Twitter situation. Uh, mm. Lars just posted on Twitter say, and I think Carney might want to hear this. Uh, Lars. <gasps> Uh, this is Lars Sullivan's representative, William Christensen. Uh, Lars would like to say that he is officially moving on from Saturday. Thank you. So I think what that, does this mean? I think that had something to do with him being locked. Like yeah. he probably locked his account after he lost or something. Oh, that's weird. No, that's so weird because now if I search for Lars WWE, it shows like the padlock next to his name. Really? Oh, it did. But now, oh, this is so weird. It doesn't now, but it did like a second ago. This right? is fucked up. This is fucked up. Hey, hey, Connie, Connie, I'm just I'm gently waking Connie up. Hey, <laughs> Connie, shh, shh, Connie, Connie, Connie. Connie, what do you think of what do you think of Lars WWE uh, locking and unlocking his uh, Twitter profile? What the fuck's that about? Oh, oh there we go, there we go. <laughs> there's, there's something up. There's something up. I don't th- I don't think Connie quite knows what's up, but uh, something. There's a little bit of something. I wonder what kind of because Lars thinks he's smart mm. and like Lars seems like the type of guy who would like make like a play on words, thinking he was being slick or something like that. Mm. I wonder like William Christensen if he's if there's some sort of hidden joke or something in this name. Let's see. William Christensen. Let's just do a search on that to see if it's a reference American to ballet dancer. Probably well, not. Well, we, we know that's yeah. not a person. Mm. Especially not someone related to Lars Sullivan. Mm. Mm. William Christensen. I, I don't think Lars could afford someone running his Twitter. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's not a real person. No, of course not. Yeah, uh, but like, what is he? What is he getting at? What is his? What is his? What is his angle here? He wants people to think he can. Um, what like how Leo Rush takes pictures of himself next to expensive cars? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another good one for Carney. Hey, Carney, what do you think of Leo Rush uh, taking pictures of himself next to expensive cars? Do you think they're his car? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they are looking very playful. They're standing up on their haunches and just like, uh, they're having fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> they know that Leo Rush is full of it, but yeah, everyone does. You know, it's not a secret. Um, yeah, we don't know what's going on there. Uh, yeah, that's Lars for you. Yeah, that's just Lars WWE. By the way, if we if we refer to him as just Lars, that is the incorrect uh, name right. for him. His, his actual name is Lars WWE. AKA Larson in charge. <laughs> Are you you refuse to acknowledge his new Twitter bio? No, I hate it. I hate it. I don't know what's wrong with him. There was a there was a time when Lars, it seemed like maybe he was good at the internet mm. when he was doing things like having his bio just say Larson in charge. Yes. And taking pictures of his hands, but I think he's revealed himself to be uh, what I call a lame ass. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really any yeah, I'm just ro- rolling through now. I don't see any good content, really. No, no. Uh, his his top like is really good, though. Hopefully, it's something sexy. It is. It is from Chipotle, <laughs> and it just says "tall socks, tuck shirt, burrito, dad mode on." <laughs> He's a brand biker. He just loves the brands. He oh. loves brands. <laughs> Look at this. In what sense do you think he identifies with that tweet on any level? <laughs> He's definitely not a dad. He doesn't wear a shirt. Oh, he doesn't wear a shirt. He doesn't wear socks, I don't think. Do you think it's just the word burrito that he was attracted <laughs> to? Do you think he eats burrito? Like he would 
Like, he would just get, like, the wrap and then meat, and then that's it, though, right? The wrap is too many carbs. He just wants the meat. Yeah. He'd just get the bowl with, like, meat in it, wouldn't he? Mm. Oh, God. Okay, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to, to, to pivot so quickly to something else, but I just remembered something. Mm. Yeah? Um, I just I just remembered Ryback um, on his Instagram story <laughs> calling, calling um, what was it, like, emu meat beef? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, okay so like so i think ryback has some sort of like low level like brand endorsement deal with like e- emu meat or something or some company that like distributes it uh-huh. and was it was it emu i forget what the fuck it was uh but it was some meat that's definitely not beef and so he was just like shit making all these videos of him cooking this like ground meat in a pan mm-hmm. and then eating it and then narrating over it about how it was uh, one of the more healthy beefs. (laughs) (laughs) So he has a problem understanding that beef is not Beef and meat are two different things. And what made me, like, what what clicked in my brain just now is, do you guys remember on the table for three with Daniel Bryan and Ryback when Daniel Bryan was telling stories about going into, like, Panera Bread yes, with Ryback? Yes, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do of remember course. that. Yeah, yeah, the classic. And classic how, one. right, and how he was really confused because he just wanted meat. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. That's like a, that's like a cornerstone of, like, Ryback, uh, Ryback history, yeah. Do you think Ryback just knows chicken and beef? Like, because do you think he, do you think uh. he can differ differentiate between like chicken and beef and that's like it like there's oh so he doesn't yeah. understand different types of meat but he does understand meat as a concept yeah right like he knows that there's like shreddy white meat <laughs> which is like what chicken is and then he knows that there's like crumbly brown meat which is what beef is mm. is this ryback specifically or is this lars which one or like no right lars is sort of morphing into ryback so i yeah. can see how you would be confused but i'm talking specifically about ryback here. i don't mm. think lars understands that like meat can come from birds yet <laughs> yeah that's yet. i don't believe that yeah <laughs> that's like I'll figure it out that's a step too far yeah <laughs> right you know i think right back is because he man it's confusing isn't it because he likes mm-hmm. pow- he seems to understand nutrition in the form of powders yes and <laughs> so, so does he only does he only understand like there's powders and then there's meat and those are the two food mm. groups and then he struggles mm-hmm. to differentiate between uh you know any any specific things yeah yeah and do you think that if he had like ground chicken that that would be beef <laughs> do you think it's like like the groundness of it like it, it being like a fine grind is that what that's what turns it into beef yeah gosh i guess so. yes. yeah um yeah that was fun i guess he's I trying mean, his best he's trying his yeah best. he's doing his best well, I, or is anyone feeling like they want to talk about Tim or share some Tim memories? Because I'm not, not really. Not me. really. I think the best way to honor Tim would be to not talk about him at all and just fucking get into some questions, maybe. Let's do it. Yeah, you know who I think wants to honor Tim? Who? Our listeners. If you want to send us a question, yeah. you email it to wrestlingonair at gmail.com. Our first question comes in from Maddie. Maddie S. Which wrestler would you least trust to borrow your car? Mm. Lars definitely just like immediately steps in. And it's not just because we've talked about him a lot today. Yeah. He's got big, the, the, the big hands seem like a problem. The, yeah. He couldn't quite grip the steering wheel right. And his big feet would just go straight and it would just drive <laughs> as fast as he can because he doesn't understand putting <laughs> pressure, like putting little amounts of pressure onto the uh, mm-hmm. onto the pedals. Do you think he'd be do you mm-hmm. think he's got like a thing where he's almost like uh he turned it into like a Fred Flintstone car where he just 
he just like gripped the steering wheel with his big paws too hard and then just like slam his feet like through the the bottom of it right and then it'd just be a complete mess like do you think that'd be the situation i, I think mm-hmm. that's his usual driving situation not necessarily like a fred flintstone thing but like one of those um what are those those like toy cars for kids what are those called like the like the play school cars yeah like, like a play school the car oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure yeah. i think he i think he's had a special one commissioned for him for his mm-hmm. uh unnaturally mm-hmm. large size <laughs> that seems mm-hmm. realistic yeah i can believe that yeah i could 100 percent see him inside of one of those i'm trying to think back to some of the fantastic um moments where we've seen superstars like driving on uh wwe programming like mm-hmm. the, what was it ride along was one and that was mm-hmm. had yeah we saw Dana Brooke texting and driving with no seatbelt on. <laughs> that, no, that wasn't right. That wasn't right along. That was uh, what was the one about NXT? Like, is it was it the twenty twenty four? No, it was like Proving yeah. Ground or Breaking yeah, Ground. Yeah, like Breaking Ground. ground. Like the series with, which yeah. like, had like William Shatner narrating it. Yeah, that were no, but that was that was Dana Brooke and uh, Mojo Rawley. I think were the the driving <laughs> companions, and that was specifically bad because. Dana was like beeping at like attractive uh, female drivers and trying to get them to give, uh, <laughs> trying to get them to give her Mojo's number so Mojo could call them. I think was the situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that just sounds good. You know, that just she just sounds like a fantastic person to be driving with. And then she was she was like defending herself against the haters who were calling out her driving. Sure, and she was like, for I, actually, mm. I was wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> she taught them. She taught them a lesson. She put them in their place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But being in a car with Mojo seems awful. I don't think I'd want Mojo. Yeah. It wouldn't. Oh no, no, no. Wouldn't no, even no. see Mojo no. driving. But I think that's probably because he's just not allowed to. He's just. Now, they just can't let You don't have to be in the car with him. But would you let? Would you let him borrow it? Never. Oh no! It would just come back a mess. You know. Yeah. And I don't even have a car. But. Um, you know, if I did, I wouldn't be okay with it. I would not. I would what not about what about Jeff Hardy? Would you let Jeff Hardy drive your car? <laughs> I I would because absolutely. I I bought a book once from a bookstore that was closing down, and it was a <laughs> book about WWF superstars sharing their favorite like road trip journeys. And one of them was where like Edge and Christian and Matt, Matt and Jeff Hardy were in a car together. Uh, and I think like Matt was driving or something and he started to lose control of it but then like Cool Hand Jeff was like in the seat next to him and he just like put his hand on the wheel and just like coolly guided him back onto the road and avoided like you know driving into an incoming an incoming truck or something Uh, so yeah Jeff is just I think Jeff is just on so many drugs at all times allegedly Mm -hmm. Uh, that he's in a state of just like transcendence you know he's just like he's he's become the ultimate driver because that's what happens when you take a lot of drugs you just become (laughs) very very good at driving yeah, you get you get yeah, you become a really really good driver. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works. Uh, let's have another question, maybe. Our next question comes in from Toasty. 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 Toasty asked, "Do you wrestling on air?" And then they sent us a YouTube link and said, "Discuss." Discuss. I have done you guys the service of already watching this. Oh. Um, this YouTube video because we could have played it. But it was, I would say it was like 50% good content, and this podcast is 100% good content at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so playing it on the air just wouldn't have made sense. But uh, So the video is, ask a porn star, which wrestler would you have sex with? Mm. Uh, I see why you wanted to watch it by I yourself. I did want to watch it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> In a darkened room, curtains drawn. 
just uh yeah very intent on it so uh i I cherry-picked some of the best porn stars who uh had opinions on which sex which wrestlers they wanted to have sex with Mm. uh would you like to hear them yes absolutely number one Jaden cole she says dean ambrose not her usual type he's so fucking balls to the walls (laughs) <laughs> and I, I like that one because like the phrase she uses is balls to the walls which i don't know multiple walls not, yeah. not multiple just the walls. wall like just multiple walls which is good uh mm. kiki dare says she almost got her hands on eddie guerrero before he died <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's kind of a scandalous one uh lay lee raven says rock babe babe really good looking mm-hmm. man perfectly tanned Skin mm. looks really soft. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so that's interesting. A, that's a fun Is one. Is she looking at the same rock that we're looking at? Uh, I don't know if she... I think her rock knowledge is maybe a little bit lacking. <laughs> I mean, she's she's not technically wrong. He is pretty no. perfectly tanned. He is. He is. He's very fortunate in that sense. Uh... <laughs> To be so naturally perfectly tanned, so you know it's his, not incorrect necessarily. But his his skin is does not look soft. It, it looks, looks sweaty. very sweaty and rough. I don't know if it looks. Sure. I don't know mm. if it looks rough. It looks kind of sweaty and bulging, like kind of like a, like a plastic bag full of meat. Yeah, um, he, he's definitely a rock hard stud. But mm. like I, I can imagine getting close to him and like, g- like copping a copping a touch, just being mm. like, "Man, this is a real soft rock." Yeah, I bet he's pretty soft. I would. I'm yeah. actually kind of on board with that yeah. on that one. I'm. I gotta. I gotta disagree. There, All right, but move on. Well, you can be wrong. Uh, Charlotte Sarter says Undertaker or Ric Flair wearing a feather boa. <laughs> so that's she just knows old wrestlers. I don't know. Maybe that's her thing. Yeah, she uh, knows her stuff. Uh, she's Arielle, what we like to call a smart mark she she is she knows the ins and outs of the biz uh ariel aquinas says john morrison he has so Ooh. many abs so sad he's not of the wwe uh so sad. randy orton such a cute little butt mm, <laughs> uh, both the and then both the bellas at the same time oh hey. Chanel Santon says Eva Marie all read everything. So that's pr- that's kind of a testament to Eva Ooh, Marie kind of yeah. a crossover appeal. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. Uh, Lena Paul says Seamus what's his face in a way that <laughs> <we're> not- <laughs> that makes me think that maybe she doesn't know who Seamus is, and maybe she's thinking of Conor McGregor. Maybe. Um, Daisy Ducati says I had a huge crush on Stacy Keebler. Those legs. Mm. I just want them pressed against my cheeks, <laughs> which mm. is quite sweet. Um, and then the last one was Tommy Pistol, who says, I was in the China gangbang. China. (laughs) (laughs) China, the eighth wonder of the world. I played Mean Gene Oakland. I had a wig put on to be bold. I don't think she wanted to have sex with me. Oh, no. (laughs) So so there's a fairly harrowing one to finish it up. And, uh... R.I.P. China, up in heaven with Tim right now. So that's, uh, you know, maybe he's getting getting along with her. Maybe he can ask yeah. her about Tommy Pistol. Yeah, they're becoming friends. Yeah. You know, when you when you read that, I heard it in the voice of the Richmeister from Saturday Night Live. The Richmeister. <laughs> having sex with China. She's not enjoying it. Was in the gangbang. Was in the gangbang. Having sex she with didn't China. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Had a wig put on to be bald. <laughs> Just a good voice. Uh, let's have some more questions, maybe. Our next question's coming from Twitter. 
If you want to send us a question on Twitter, just use the AskWOA hashtag. Our first question comes in from Tyler. Tyler asks, one of you has to go fishing with Dickinson. One mm. of you has to go droning with Corbin. Mm. One of you goes property hunting with Ryback. Mm. And one goes animal hunting with Braun. Who goes where? Mm. What a selection of choices. Well, there's four mm. choices and there's only technically three of us. And I don't think mm. it's right to speak for... Um, Carney, Carney dog. What do we call it again? Carney Wilson. <laughs> What's Carney, which, 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 which of these Carney do dog? you think you'd want to do the most? No, Carney. We can't. We can't make a choice for Carney. It's uh, it's a. It's I a, want Carney to animal. make their own choices. Oh, Carney. Carney's right. sleeping. We've got to let Carney. Well, I think we can. Okay. Let's pretend that Tim was here. We can just like assign Tim one, and mm. I think yes. Tim would want to go. Tim would want to go property hunting with Ryback because, like, you'll probably end up dead anyway. Because that, that that seems like that's like kind of code for you know the bad stuff happening. So when you think Ryback goes down, he's gonna take someone with him. Ooh, absolutely. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, I think it's likely. I think that anyone. I don't know that. I feel like he. I don't know how much he'll plan it out. Um, but I think <laughs> when it does happen, I think anyone in the immediate vicinity, they're toast. You know, they're done for. I think that's fair. A fair assumption. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I feel like, I feel like Ryback. I think if, if you're, if you're unfortunate enough to be nearby mm. when, when he's, when he's good and ready, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mm. Will he, will he do it at his Airbnb? Are we treading on, are we treading on difficult territory right now? Even discussing this, I, uh, I, I don't, don't, I don't think so. Think so. I think it's I fine. I don't think so. I think it's fine. Um, Aaron, you want to have a look at Chris Dickinson's penis? You'd go fishing with him, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going fishing with with Chris Dickinson. Fishing with Dickinson. Um, fishing with dicks. I want to see them dicks. You want to see his dick hanging out. You want to see him fuck I a do. fish. I now, do want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> I um, now when he goes fishing, does he use a fishing rod or does he use his <laughs> rod? Does he just drape his penis into the the water yeah. and just wait for? See, you d- mm. Yeah. Well, do you guys remember that that uh, delicious sweet treat from childhood called fruit by the foot? Ooh. Yes, I do. It was kind yeah. of rolled up in a. Deli- I'd actually listeners, listeners. I don't. I'm I'm British. We didn't have that over there, but I, I kind of know what it is. So I'm playing along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. Did you it. have yeah. Did you have like a British version of fruit by the foot that was called like? We, uh, we just had like the hubba bubba like chewing gum that was in the the roll like a measuring tape. It's the same thing. It's like in a measuring bubble tape. tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. But so, but I feel I feel like his dick is somewhat like a fruit by the foot, mm. in that he can. It's like a rolled up fire hose. He can just sort of unfurl it mm. um, wherever he wants. That's how long it is. It's also sort of flattened though, which is weird. Also like a fire hose yeah. or a fruit by the foot. Yeah, I want to go fishing with Chris Dickinson. I still am not entirely sure that he has a big dick either. I, oh, yeah. You want to find out know. though, don't you? You want to get a. Yeah. a, a I do. No, I I must I must find out. And and I want to find out on a small canoe. Mm. Just me and him and the worms. You want him to find out in your small canoe. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> Tom, uh, mm. the British equivalent of fruit by the foot is known as Kellogg's Fruit Winders. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, that was only introduced as a fun snack for children when I was too old for it, I think. Uh, then it was never as big a hit as Fruit by the Foot, I don't think. Okay, no, that's fair. No, I, I'm aware of I'm aware of Kellogg's Fruit Winders. <laughs> that's quite a good wow. name, isn't it? It's the same packaging and everything. It just says Fruit Winders. Fruit on Winders. It. 
Wow. That sounds pretty good. Um, I I don't know that I'd want to go droning with Baron Corbin, because like, the only fun of that would be his terrible hair getting caught in the drone, and now he's got mm. a shaved head, so who cares about that? So what was the other one? Hunting, hunting? with Braun Strowman. God, I guess hunting with Braun Strowman. Uh, Alright, so I guess, okay, so I have to spend time with Baron Corbin, is what you're saying. I- I mean, I'm not having a great time either, buddy, but, yeah. you know, we've, we've hunting, got to do uh, it. Well, listen, I'm not a big hunting fan, but I mm. think just, like, shooting the shit with Braun in the in the forest, that could be potentially fun as long as it doesn't get into politics. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to envision how it wouldn't, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, And I think you'd be disappointed if it didn't. I think you'd you'd be let down. You'd kind of want, you'd want to a little. Like, you'd secretly want a little bit of it. You'd want to hear what his gun rights stance is. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a tiny bit. Yeah, I'd, I think I'd probably go droning with Corbin just because he seems lonely. Yeah, that's, that's very good of you. That's a nice thing to do. Uh, let's have another question. Our next question comes on from RJ. RJ asks, rank penis sizes, no same size allowed. CM Punk, Phil Brooks, Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea. Hulk Hogan's is the biggest, I think. Yeah. Biggest yeah. personality. We've, we've, estab- we've established that in a court of law. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's is yeah, the biggest. Yeah, it's the big, yeah. How, how big did he say, like 10 inches or something? <laughs> Somebody said. So I think it was something like ten inches. I think it was. It was interesting, like the measurement that he gave, where it was kind of because I, I wonder because I feel like you can work out his real penis size by like using like um like a ratio of like how much right. he's exaggerating things. So if he's saying ten inches, then maybe you can think that he's like doubling it in size. Maybe right, I don't right, know. Right. So he's about five inches. Then. Maybe now, five inches. I mean, yeah. there are there are videos of his dick. Oh, but um, is that Hulk Hogan or is that Terry Bollea? That was Terry Bollea. That's, ter- that's Terry Bollea, yes. Okay. That looked like a rock-hard tanned five inches. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be real. Terry, he had it going. Terry's number he... one for me with a bullet. Wait, Terry? You think Terry's got the biggest dick? Yeah. With five inches? But Hulk said uh, under oath during the Gawker trial that Hulk Hogan's penis is... A bigger size than mm. Terry's penises. <laughs> yes. He, he went on record as saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Every time I saw his dick in tights, it just looked like it was all shriveled up. Like, <laughs> like, well, it, was, like it was always the winter for him. Uh, well, yeah, that's fair. Um, remember what he said in that sex tape? I'm sorry, but I, I, I just gotta... Remember what he said? He uh, was I'm like, a fat uh, fucking pig? Oh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> he was kind of really down on himself. Yeah, he was like, I'm out of breath. I ate too much sushi. Oh, God. I can't believe I ate so much sushi. Oof. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um... I now, but I would also say that penis size, I think, is directly proportional to uh, confidence, right. and you've got to believe that you know, even though CM Punk, you would think is more confident than Phil Brooks, CM Punk has been kind of on a on a losing streak they're, lately. They're both mm-hmm. just down. They are, yeah. Phil Brooks seems like he's just kind of in a bad place well, as well. Phil Brooks won a like really important trial. CM Punk just lost a second UFC fight, so I think Phil Brooks has got like. A bit of a bigger dick right now. A bit, a slightly bigger penis. Yeah, all right. yes. I can believe that. I can believe that. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, though, is just a fucking wreck. Just a, yeah, now, just a nasty little if penis. I can, if I can break the fourth wall for a second, mm. we actually, um, during our failed episode last time, yes. uh, fielded some of these questions. We did. And we, you know, of course, we lost the episode and, we and no, no big whoop or whatever. But 
Has CM Punk and Phil's rankings changed mm. since our earlier recording? Since all of these uh, yeah. fantastic and terrible things have happened to them? You know, I think that I think he's gone down. I think he's gone down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think CM Punk was above Phil. Yeah, because Phil, Phil mm-hmm. was Phil's riding high now from a, a big court victory, where CM mm-hmm. Punk has just been revealed as a fraud. Yeah. So he's kind of just he's right right at the bottom, rock bottom, rock bottom. That's where I put old uh, CM Punker. Arn, what you got? You took us on a fourth wall breaking thing. If you break the fourth no, wall, but... then you have to kind of unbreak it as well and pull us back in. Uh, next question. What... Next question. Our next question comes in from Ali. <laughs> Ali, this Make question is for Tim mostly. Oh, oh. But which wrestler do you think would be the best at carrying you around when injured? Ooh. Also, feel better soon. That's not happening. No, that's never happening. Why do I think Cesaro? I think I've seen him carry Sheamus around in after their tag team matches, and they see he seems to do quite a, a good job about it. I think and he, he seems carried to... him around even when he like broke his entire like front row of teeth. The wait, that was Cesaro who broke his teeth. I know. I'm yeah. just saying, like Cesaro will get all of his teeth injured, but still carry. Oh, I'm you. sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, that's a very good point. Uh, yeah, he seems kind of like he takes it seriously, like the whole idea of like carrying someone around. So I would go Cesaro. I think. Yeah. You know what? I would love to be cradled like a baby by Cesaro. Mm, God, because he's kind of baby-like in his big bald head. So he be, is. Like, be, he'd be like cradled by a baby by a big baby, and that'd be he'd like, feel like a he'd feel like a supportive older brother. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like to be carried around by the premier athlete Tony Nese. Mm. I think and his big pecs. Now he's. Well, I guess you're quite a small person, so I think he'd, even though he's not a particularly tall person, he's got those big, beefy pecs. That's my thinking here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking here, is that I'm I'm five foot two, and he's, if I'm being generous, probably about five foot three and a half. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just, (laughs) (laughs) I just think it would be interesting to see someone who, you know, generally my size, except for, you know, with much more muscles trying to carry me, because I think he could do it easily, but I think it would be quite a sight. Right. Quite, that would be quite a scene, right? It'd be like Mighty Mouse. <laughs> Are you excited <laughs> by the prospect of being breastfed by Tony Nese? Mm, delicious. Because he does have those really big pecs. He does, yeah. He does. He ha- Well, he's got, he's he's built like a little Neville, you know? He's a little <laughs> yeah. Neville-y guy, you know? Yeah. He's just, I mean, we don't know what Neville looks like now, so who's to, who's to say? I've heard, I've heard tell that Neville does not look so good these oh, days. Oh, no. Do you, but, do you think that his Tony Nese's tits pop out like um like ready made muscle milk? Or do you think one pops out the powder and then the other pops out, you know, the milk or the water or whatever and you have to mix it together? Yeah, it's in like your mouth? it's like the peanut butter and jelly swirl in a jar, you know? Yeah, yeah one and the other. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yum yum. Mm-hmm. Uh I would go for another question. Our next question comes from Gay Wrestling Fan. Gay, gay wrestling, wrestling fan, fan ass. What will Balor rub lordly on his taut body next? Mm. I would also say RJ kind of had it, uh, sweet baby RJ, who's getting, R- RJ's getting kind of spicy. Yeah, RJ, RJ's getting a little horny lately. A little bit. He added to this as well, I think. RJ did add to this. RJ asked, how far will Finn take the, ba- the baby oil bit? Will we see his cock? Mm. We won't we see, won't his, see cock. his cock. Yeah, that would because too WWE, much. yeah, and it's family programming. We're not going to see his cock. Mm-hmm. Um, we could see a little bit of. We could see like like the top of it, like maybe a little bit of shaft. 
<laughs> he doesn't want us to. No. He doesn't want ah. us to because then we'd know. Yeah. We'd know that it's not big. He wants to tease. Um, but I think where do you go from where do you go from baby oil? I think you move on to more edible oils. You can't you can't yeah, you can't lick baby oil off of, no. you know, body. That's gross. But you can lick, you know, a delicious coconut oil. Or I think he's I think he's just going to start moving into the territory where he's making himself more edible, hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to, you know, like the, the oil that you get on the top of like peanut butter? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to start using Yeah, that. with those little little like floaty chunks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. He's, he That's can exfoliate with it too. Yeah. yeah. That makes mm. sense to me. Will we? Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna see his cock, RJ. No, unfortunately. Sorry, well, RJ. Well, you know, s- someone might uh, hack his phone. We'll see. Yeah, we can. Kathy hope. Kelly yeah. scorned. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. Hopefully, he'll get his phone hacked, and we'll we'll get it revealed for everyone. Hopefully, we'll have yeah. a, a disgusting act of privacy invasion. We'll reveal it to the world. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Our next question comes in from Justin. Justin asks. Which wrestling belts are the most aesthetically pleasing? To clarify, mm. to me, something is aesthetically pleasing <laughs> if it would fit. If it would fit in, if it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! To clarify, to me, something is aesthetically pleasing if it would fit in. If it appeared in the Star Wars prequels, your mild your mileage may vary. I'm sorry. You it was got the there if in the it, end. and then it, it was the if it, and then the, another if it, like oh. a little bit like further in the sentence. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that feels like a deja vu moment. That would kind of like yeah. you know fry your circuits. I get it. Uh, I think you know. Have you guys seen the X Division, the TNA X title, the one that's like a bright green now? Oh, really? Yes. What? It, yes. su- oh. it sucks. It's so bad. It's like the worst it's shape. It's like it's like an MS Paint green. Or well. Yeah, kind of. You know, and the you MS say Paint that green. sucks because, man, no. to me, a good slime green is right on the money. Well, yeah. it's man, it it looks like it would fit in a Star Wars prequel. I would say. Being a hater, I'm not being, being a hater. You're being a hater. <laughs> Fuck you. Which belt do you like? Which belt do I like? I don't fucking like belts. I think <laughs> really. They're, yeah, they're called straps. <laughs> to me, str- oh yeah, Come on. they're called titles. They're Come called on. titles. You're too terrified to, to make a to say one for your own. You're, you're... Belts are for pants. Oh, come on. You're not taking this seriously. Whatever. <sighs> you got one, Socks? Remember when that, like, I, I forget who it was, but, like, that one promotion had, like, a, a really fucking nice looking title belt. And then everyone was like, wow, why doesn't WWE have belts like this anymore? And now yeah. no one watches that anymore. Oh. <sighs> God, what was it? Um, it was weird because it had like an eagle sticking out of it, and if you hit someone yeah. with it, you would definitely fucking you, cut them open. You get fucked up. Yeah, there was. I liked. I can't remember what the one that was, but FWE had a belt which was called the the Triborough Championship, and I think it had like <laughs> I think it had like the Brooklyn Bridge on it or something, and it looked kind of it looked kind of good. It looked kind of good. It was kind of nice to see like just a fucking you know a landmark on a belt, right? Uh, I, I, I would be okay with having that. But they used to, man, FW, so just to go, we talk about FW every so often, or at least I talk about them. <laughs> uh, it was a big time for you. It was a big time. They were a terrible local indie promotion in New York, <laughs> and they really overstepped their marks. And they sold, like, replicas of the, their belts on their website mm-hmm. for, like, $400. 
and I want, and they actually, I don't think they were made to order. I think he just ordered like, you know, 10 of them made or 20 of them made or something like that. Right. Because he was like auctioning them off at the end when he ran out of like, you know, whatever fucking lawsuit money he had. So I, re- <laughs> I really wonder how many Triborough belts there are out there and just. Oh, man, I, I would love. I wish I'd gotten one. I really wish I'd gotten one. I, that's one. Of I my mean, that's a really good belt for just like New York. And New, I like yeah. that it's a very super specific location. Yeah, and I would love wow. it if more belts had that. Yeah, that's a fun. That's what belts should be. You know, it's always yeah. these indistinct things of eagles or flags or whatever. Or just like, fucking put like a thing on it. Zack Ryder had an internet championship. Oh. God, and that's a specific location. That's and... not the internet is not a specific location. It's a way of <laughs> mind. Now that's the internet changed. It's a it's a it's a feeling that you have inside yourself. He should have like a cloud championship now. <laughs> should he get like sub belts for like each for small corners of the internet? Well, like Twitter yeah. and Instagram, yeah. and like Snapchat. the dark web. His yeah. favorite web. one, four chan, four chan. Yeah, that could be like the clover thing. Oh god. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> Our next question comes in from Sharkasaur. Sharkasaur asks, which five superstars would be best suited to become Animorphs, and which animals would they morph into? Huh. Who would be the one to get stuck in animal form? Who would fuck an Andalite? Who would betray our heroes to the despicable Hork Bajir? I don't know about animorphs. I don't know anything. I like. I know about. You know. I've seen them in memes and internet stuff, and I know that there's some silly stuff that happened. But I know. I don't know. I don't know about animorphs enough. <laughs> the thing I know about animorphs is that like it's legitimately extremely fucked up. Yeah, like someone gets like trapped. They can so they're children who can change into animals, and right. most of them can change back. But one to kid fight in just... a war. Oh, to fight in a war. Who yeah. are they fighting? I don't By know. aliens? I Probably guess. Aliens. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about Animorphs. Um, but but sh- the thing I remember specifically from Animorphs was uh, because I was in the uh, Scholastic reading program. Ooh. So I, I never read the books, but I have a bunch of them because uh, what I would do is every time, every time I would get one, I would do the thing where it's like you flip through the pages and you see a person become an animal, like in the little corner. Uh huh. Oh, and that that's pretty oh, good. like a flip book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, they had a flip book effect, and that's the only reason I had those books. So we can we can still squeeze some lemonade out of this bullshit lemon of a question. And if you had if you had to turn oh a if you had to turn a wrestler into an animal, mm. any animal, mm. what what animal are you going to turn it into? Alexa Bliss into like a sexy chipmunk. Uh, no, okay. a sexy squirrel. I think a sexy squirrel would be good. Okay. Are you doing that for you? I'm doing it for anyone who watched uh, Disney's The Sword in the Stone as a child <laughs> and uh, developed quite an attraction to sexy squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, I did it for everyone, really. Oh, cool. Um, gonna be predictable here, but I would love to see Randy Orton turn into a great big old viper. Mm. I would love it if that happened like live in the ring. He just yeah. like stopped his entire match just to like oh oh no it's coming oh 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 and then he became a viper. <laughs> well, what I'm what I'm getting at here, and our our conspiracy episode is you know we'll never see it. It'll it'll never air. It's mm. it's deep deep locked away, and who knows if that's really how Tim died or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what I'm getting at here is that Randy Orton's a reptilian. 
Ooh, I believe it. Anunnaki. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. He's a reptilian. He, you know, we think it's, it's the best way to hide is in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And I think that with Randy Orton, it's, it's absolutely true that he morphs in little ways every time you see him, you know, he'll turn and he'll turn into a little, little lizardy snake kind of guy. I don't know if he's a lizard or a snake, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, but, uh, but when yeah, he goes to that know. place, you know, what I'd mm-hmm. like to see, I'd like him to see him transformed into a snake, but a snake, which had like a human penis just flopping around. Oh, cool! Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that I think that'd be fun. I would, I would like that with the penis, and also he slowly devours the person he's wrestling, <laughs> and that's the rest of SmackDown Live <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> and to the, and they have to keep carrying him around. So there's always just like this enormous. Oh no, it's just snake. happening in the ring. Nothing else yeah. happens. The commentators have stopped talking. <laughs> does his Does his dick get harder the more he eats? Um. I Not think it like, it like goes on and off a little bit, just yeah. like well, here here's the good part, and now we're yeah. just gonna let it rest for a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then so when he when he gnaws on a particularly like toothsome bit, Ooh, he gets yeah. a little harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit rigid. Yeah, and then a little bit of ejaculate comes out. A tiniest nice. amount. Yeah. Ejaculate. Ejaculate is a pretty proper word to use on this show. Socks. Is there yeah. a reason that you're being uh, so formal in oh, your I'll, in your I'll terms? Say, I'll say precom. I'm not like Tim. That uh, that. Rest in peace, that prude little bitch. Hmm. Oh my god. So does your mum wow. does your mum listen to the podcast? I have legitimately suggested <laughs> oh, I, I almost considered <laughs> suggesting it to my mom. <laughs> oh man. Uh do you think she would appreciate ejaculate or pre-cum uh, I think used? She, I think she'd be a little I think she'd appreciate ejaculate a little more. She'd she appreciate like, I think she doesn't like crass humor. No, mum, well, I don't think we, it's not, I wouldn't say anything on this podcast is necessarily humour, you know. <laughs> let's be real with ourselves, you know. Let's, do, uh, let's go to another question. Our next question comes in from Ogan. Ogan ass. Ogan. After the groundbreaking precedent set by Amon V. Punk, is there anyone you would like to legally defame you on the... Hold on. Is there anyone you would like to now legally defame on the pod? Not me. You can't defame me, though. Just just a, one word. Uh, not one word, but just to let you guys know. you Just make sure that you say allegedly before you say anything. Right. And you'll you'll be fine. Like, You're literally, good. That's, You're that's fucking fine. golden. I'm, I, I don't, I'm not a lawyer, but that's my understanding, at least. I think I'd like to go in on Doc Amon himself. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, I think that the door is wide open. We could just start like a whole new podcast where all we do is just like dunk on Doc Amon. Oh, yeah, because like, <laughs> we could call it Dunk Amon. That's the, there's the precedent there now, isn't there? Where like you know, there's already been one trial where um, you know people won saying mm-hmm. bullshit about him and just like they won the trial and there wasn't defamation. Mm-hmm. So we can just like yeah. go. Yeah, for like, you know, like 100, 200, 300, just nothing but Doc Aman ducks, dunks. Yeah. It's difficult to say mm-hmm. Doc Aman without it sounding like a new word, which doesn't exist. Doc Do- Aman. Doc Aman. Doc Aman. Doc Aman. Gotta catch them all. Doc Aman. Doc. I don't know. I don't, I can't think of, there's no one who I'm kind of burning to. Burn? No, we don't hate a lot of people, which is a we problem. Don't... We well, we don't hate people, but we do just say shit sometimes, and I don't think about it before I do, and no. then it just comes out. So I need to. I don't know. I I can't. I can't do it on. You know, I'm not your fucking monkey out, Gan. You prick. Um, <laughs> so I'll I'll let it happen. I'll let it happen when it happens. Don't worry about it, pal. 
Next question. Would you like another question? <laughs> Our next question comes in from Crass Pants. Crass, Crass Pants, Pants asks, Why would Matt Stryker bring up Pizzagate on the latest Lucha Underground episode? What is he trying to tell us? No, oh dear. Did he do that? Did he do that? Did he do that? Did he do that? I think well, he's just trying to support his best friend, Roseanne Barr. Uh, that would make sense. Has he yeah. wait, has he come out on the record as being a Roseanne? That's the thing of Matt Stryker. <sighs> I could believe anything you told me about him. Like, any terrible thing, I would believe it. Because he just seems like a shithead. Yeah. It's hard uh, to, like, even defame him because he does that to himself all the time. That's the thing. He's just such a dork. Um, yeah, he just fucking sucks. Yeah, Is he, he the just Elon sucks. Musk of wrestling? Does he just suck all the time? <laughs> God. Does he declare... Does he make declarative statements about being oh, one abs- thing when he's clearly the opposite? He Absolutely. Sense, he? Yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah, he's kind of... Uh, but that, he's not He's not rich or successful in any, by any measure. <laughs> so that's it. You know what I mean? That seems unfair. Like, to... To Elon Musk, I guess. So we and we can't be unfair to Elon Musk. He's had such a tough time lately. Yeah, he's had such a hard time lately. Yeah, we've got to be nice to him. Be nice to Elon Musk. Um, God, I don't know. Shut up, Matt Striker. Oren, do you have anything to say about Matt Striker? I no, I nothing I can say publicly. The only thing, the the only piece of information I have about Matt Striker was a story that was told to me privately that I can't share on the podcast. But, um. Tom, cool. I think I told you the story, and it's a very funny one, so just rest assured that the that Matt Stryker did something hilarious once. Yeah, I think I remember the story, but I'll ask, tell you what, listeners, I'll ask Oren to tell me it, and then I'll just tell you guys next episode. <laughs> you, will <laughs> you, gonna... you will not. You will not. No, we have confidence here, and if you break that confidence, you're in deep shit. All right, I won't tell it. Sorry, listeners. Wah, wah. Let's have... Uh... <sighs> I hate I hate to diver- I hate to diverge from questions for a little bit, but I just realized that I still have the fruit by the foot uh, Wikipedia page open, and mm. it turns out one of the marketing slogans for fruit by the foot was three feet of fun. Three feet. Oh, so Finn Balor's actual p- penis size, right? Three feet. <laughs> three feet. We wow. solved it. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's job. Easy. Wow. Our next. What one- is the? I'm sorry. What is the? What is the metric equivalent to a to a foot? What do you have? Like, what's like, what's like, what's a three, like a foot? I think I'm, I think a meter it's close is around to a meter. three feet. Yeah, it's a little. So I'm, so I'm six foot seven, which is just under two meters. Oh God, Tom. Um, Jesus. So you know, listeners, there you can just imagine me, the length of me. Uh, Fuck. Uh, so uh, that's just a good metric to uh, work out how God long free room by the foot such is. A- what? I just need to know everyone that I would, if I had chosen to be a wrestler, I'd be very successful right now. I just need to get that you point across. You just asked our listeners to imagine the length of you. Imagine the length of me. Not, not specific lengths, although you know, let your mind, let your mind wander, listeners. Just close your eyes and just let, just let, you, let your mind explore all those crevices. Um, what were you we talking about? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if Tim were still alive, like the noises he'd be making right now? He wouldn't be happy. <laughs> He wouldn't be happy. He's no. probably for the best he's dead. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. Our next question comes up from Henry. Henry asks, aside from Alexa Bliss, whose merchandise do you think is the most popular in evidence bins in police stations around the country? <laughs> I think, can we, I think this is also a good time. Could you play the voicemail? One of the voicemails we got? Sure. Sure. Um, but I'm 
uh, sent something real special to Tom in the mail. Okay, that's it. Bye. Uh, what did this uh, brave listener send to you? This this brave listener sent to me a an Alexa Bliss T-shirt. Oh, so, great! And yes, it was a T-shirt that this this listener has worn previously. So that's oh, gone. That's gone through better. the laundry <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no waiting around there. That just got dunked in. That was a slam dunk right into the laundry bin. Uh, but it's washed now, and you know what? Like. We talk a lot of shit about people who wear Alexa Bliss t-shirts and how they're definitely perverts and they're definitely disgusting individuals. It's one of the nicer designed WWE t-shirts that I've seen in you know recent years. It's kind of got like All some right. neon things going on. It's got Alexa Bliss there. It says Five Feet of Fury. These are all things that I can endorse. Um, so before before your very eyes, we've listened to Tom <laughs> ask ask everyone to imagine the length of him mm. and. <laughs> Go on to describe how much he genuinely likes this Alexa Bliss shirt. Mm. Used Alexa Bliss shirt. This this (laughs) worn Alexa Bliss shirt, which, God, who knows what he's done while wearing it. Is it even signed? Is it even signed? Yeah. Is it even, are they usually? (laughs) Signed by who? Alexa Bliss? It's not worn by Alexa Bliss. It could have been signed by Skeletor. It could have been. It could have been. Well, we don't know if that was who sent it, but we do. We do know who he, he didn't. He, he didn't identify himself in the voicemail. So I was oh, going to give true. him the privilege of letting him stay like a zodiac type figure. <laughs> <laughs> but we've kind of given away now. Uh, yeah, no, no sign. There's no. It didn't seem. It didn't have a bad smell or anything. But you know, there was just like a. There was a slightly. There was a slightly was worn feel to it. It was, yeah, it was just like, it was just like, the, I, I picked it up and I had the feeling of like, I don't want to put this against my naked body. Uh, uh, so I did not, although I'm gonna, I'm gonna soon. Um, but yeah, what what other t-shirts do you think are good identifiers for people being disgusting perverts? And what do you think? No, it's not necessarily disgusting perverts, oh, okay. it's just evidence based okay, no, that's, that's, that's true. No, not, no, so it might be perversion, it might be anything that would have been worn by a criminal. RVD shirts. RVD shirts. Well, that one's obvious. Uh, TJP shirts, uh, that's another obvious one right there. Well, TJP, I feel like TJP shirts will have been worn more by the victims because he had a habit of <laughs> cultivating uh, like a following of younger ladies. And you know what I mean? Allegedly. 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 If we keep saying it, it's fine. Uh, but, yeah. No, they'd still be in evidence bins, but just not for the, the perpetrators, for the victims. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. He, it's, it's okay. Allegedly. It's okay. Uh, okay. I feel like a lot of... No crime was committed. No. Do we have to remind you? These yeah. are hypothetical crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothetical alleged crimes. Uh, I would also probably a lot of Austin three sixteen shirts just for the sheer volume. You know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, gosh, were they enough? No rock shirts and evidence bins. No, they're well. They're too. They've learned from the rock to hide their darkness and somehow get away <laughs> <laughs> with all their crimes. So they're okay. Uh, probably not that many John Cena shirts either. I don't know why. I don't know why oh, I don't think that. Okay. No, well, I, don't know. I feel like a John Cena shirt is the sort of shirt you would see on you think a so? person. Yeah, doing crimes, committing, mm-hmm. doing know. a I don't crime. know. Every person I've seen who's worn a John Cena shirt seems—they don't seem capable of committing any crimes. Well, no, they're mostly twelve-year-olds, you know. So it's sure. generally tiny children, twelve and up. 
12 and up, or people of a, a mindset where they're, they're, they're pure hearted like a 12 year old. Um, so that seems fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys got any others? I think we covered that one pretty well. No, I think wrestling fans on the whole are pretty uh, wholesome people. Yeah, they're just <laughs> the greatest. All right, yeah, okay, let's say that. Let's go, let's go right. in that direction. All right, oh. uh, if you want to send us any, uh, any questions, you want to send them to wrestlingonair at gmail.com or on Twitter with the AskWI hashtag. Or if you want to mm. send us a voicemail just like this last voicemail you got, just send it to uh, just just call us over at 7374-HEY-WOA. And here is our final voicemail. Hey guys, it's Tim. Um, I'm just trying to get a hold of y'all. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it to the podcast tonight. Uh, oh, mm. My ankle's still really messed up. Um Anyway, I'm sure y'all will do great, and um, I will be there in spirit. All right, bye. Uh, oh, so okay. Well, that's okay. That's okay news. Can I guess. We, well, who who was it that uh, got shot in Miami? If it wasn't ours, Tim. Oh, that's. <laughs> Very topical. <laughs> That's hot off the press. It's okay. He was a terrible person. It, well, yeah, yeah. You have no idea who he was, Tom. I don't do know monster. who he was. He was a gentleman rapper with tattoos on his face. You don't uh, know. I could know. He was twenty years old. You know what kind of crimes could a twenty-year-old? Just like the beautiful Tim. That's it looks like the beautiful me. Tim. Yeah, yeah, that is what confused me. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Tim's alive. Should we take back the moment of silence, or do you think we should just keep it in? Uh, it seems like too much work. I wouldn't yeah. really. Yeah, I don't no, care. Recommend it. Yeah. All right. Should we? Should we send the dog back? No. No, we need the dog. Yeah. It's gonna cost money to feed. Who's gonna chip in for just the food? Just give him the poultice. Tim can take care of it. It's fine. <laughs> give him the poultice. poultice will poison the dog. It, Is that what you it, really it, want? It's just bread and milk. That's what dogs eat, probably. I don't know. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right, you're right. All right, well, I guess that's a happy ending, probably. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Congrats to Tim. For yeah. Whatever. Being alive. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, 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 being alive. That's a good joke. Being alive. So, <laughs> hey, funny joke, funny jokester, Tom. Hey. If uh, if I wanted to, if I wanted to uh, like and retweet mm. and uh, and enjoy your good content, yeah. or I don't know, if I wanted to do anything else that that is you, you where know, would I go to do that? Could you just fucking just leave a nice review for us on itunes because i think that's Ooh. good for us and that would help us so do that like and then are you also- asking me to do that I, or yeah, like i'm specifically <laughs> asking you and also the listeners to do that but tom's already left one so we can't leave another that's the thing like i've already done it fuck's sake so, see tom is salty because i think that there are like <laughs> maybe three itunes reviews right now that are specifically about how great i am yeah. yes and i think none about tom being good and i think that that really rankles him yeah but that's <laughs> just people trying to get at me because they want my attention they're just trying to neg me which is something i have to deal with in my life and that's fine that's fine it doesn't yeah. it's no skin off my dick yeah, but if you want, wow. So if you wanted, if you wanted to find Tom, you could do that at, at Tom Blarg on Twitter. Right? Thanks. Yeah. Yes, please. And uh, socks uh, briefly, hey. if we could find you somewhere, where, where could we do that? I'm Socks Mahoney at Socks Mahoney, and you might want to check out VideoGameChooChoo.com. Mm. You might want to listen to the latest episode of the podcast uh, mm. where I I might have done some terrible things. It is uh, it is a way different episode from what we usually do. 
Do you do a hot pepper challenge? I didn't do a hot pepper challenge. Uh, we we had a completely normal discussion about E3. Okay, good. All right. So, so, so for all the E3 Ex- news. Yeah. Extremely normal. That's good. Oh, that's what people want. Aaron, where can people find you? If you want to find me, you can find me at Orinan on Twitter, or you can read my newsletter at tinyletter.com slash Orin. Is that your weekly newsletter? Yeah, don't don't do this. <laughs> You're sometimes newsletter. Sometimes, every so often. Wait, wait, you listen. When when genius strikes, a newsletter comes. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's if, how it if you're never quite sure of if you're never quite sure of the time frame, just say monthly, and people will get it. <laughs> yeah, just say month. Just say monthly, like with a question mark, and then that, <laughs> they're kind of you know they just manage expectations. Ah, <sighs> we did it, guys. Even yeah, without Tim. We did it. Look at us now, yeah. Tim, you bastard. We didn't need you. We should hey, don't Tom. Tom, he can hear this now. He's, yeah. oh, he's not shit. dead. Yeah. Well he could have heard it when he was in heaven, but he couldn't say shit. Yeah. <gasps> it's Connie Watchdog. Hey Connie, you just woken up for your nap. Hey Connie. Oh you are such a good dog. Such a good dog. Such a good dog. Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? What'd you get for Christmas? What'd you get for Christmas? What'd you say, Connie? <laughs> well, that's our show. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Bye. Connie. That's our new clap. Instead of clapping, we just go. (laughs) It's difficult. How does it hurt? Is it meant like? Does it hurt your vocal cords when you do that? Uh, No, I've gotten I've gotten it to the point where it just doesn't hurt at all. (laughs) It's just like. Oh, I can't do it you, very well. You just got to find the right register for it. You got to get yeah. enough bass yeah. in there. Oh. Yeah, you have to like you have to find where to put like the phlegm in your throat yeah. when you're doing it. That's you know what I'm thing. saying? And so it's a it's bit like... hot here, so I don't really have that much phlegm. And I'm famously phlegmy, so you are very phlegmy. That's why, that's why it comes so naturally. <laughs> your the back of your throat is like it's almost bubbling <laughs> over with like a little like a little witch's uh, cauldron full of phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> you're just ready to go. <laughs>